0: Hello, I'm Beatrice Valerie Nero, and this is the Voice of the Prophet. I have walked in the office of the Prophet since God revealed his anointing that he has placed on my life for close to 40 years. This podcast is a new territory our Father has assigned me that I pray will be done on a weekly basis. The purpose of this podcast is for sharing the word of God in a prophetic way under the anointing and direction of the Holy Ghost as he ministers and speaks to my spirit as to what he would have me to speak and minister to the spirits of his listeners, his sons and daughters. You can help and support this podcast in two ways. First, Tell everyone you know about this podcast and how easy it is to tune in to any podcast server with the title of This is the Voice of the Prophet. Secondly, as God leads you, your prayers, love, and support will always be needed and greatly appreciated. You can show your financial support through Cash App, dollar sign Beatrice Valerie Nero. That's dollar sign capital B. E-A-T-R-I-C-E capital V A-L-L-E-R-O-Y capital N-E-R-O or PayPal me Beatrice Valerie Nero at Sister B Nero that's S-I-S capital B capital N E-R-O You can also reach me with comments and questions by email at eagle at charter.net that's A M I-T-E-E-A-G-L-E at C-H-A-R-T-E-R dot net. Today's question is, what is it about you that concerns God? I was talking to a former church member recently, and they were bragging on what they had done during Hurricane Watch Delta that Louisiana was under. This person said that God told them to anoint the bottom of their feet and walk the perimeter of their property and there would be no damage. The person was so excited because he obeyed and there was absolutely no damage to his property. He was so sure that he had heard God and that God had answered his prayer. It didn't matter that the hurricane had turned and literally no one in this part of the state received any property damage or even wind from that particular hurricane. Yet, this person knows that God heard him, and I have no doubt that God heard him as well. In the book of Job, 36, the fifth verse, in the Amplified Classic Edition, it reads, Behold, God is mighty and yet despises no one nor regards anything as trivial. He is mighty in power of understanding and heart. That same fifth verse in the New International Version reads, God is mighty but despises no one. He is mighty and firm in his purpose. One of the things that always strengthens me in my faith in God is the fact that I know he always hears me. In spite of how menial or weak my prayers may sound to me, I know that when I pray, he hears, and when he hears, he answers. I also know that the answer that he gives me, in spite of whether it's what I want or not, is always, always what's best for me. I trust him, and I know that God will only do what's best for each of us. And as I always say to him, I know he will only do what's best because that's all he's capable of. In order for our prayers to be heard as we want them to be, we must believe that God hears us. Let me share something with you. I know that I walk in the office of the prophet. However, that does not mean that God hears me more or better than he hears you. Does an earthly father hear the older child more than he hears his infant crying in its crib? Of course not, a good father hears all of his children equally and responds to them equally. And not only does God hears us, hear us, but he wants us to hear him. As many of you have heard me say in the past, no father wants his child born deaf. No father wants his child not to be able to hear his voice. It's no less with our Heavenly Father. He wants each of us to hear his voice, and he wants us to know without a doubt that he hears ours. The NIV reads, God is mighty and firm in his purpose. God's purpose for us comes with a plan, and we know that his plans for us are for good, to bring us to a good hope and a future. We must understand that no one and nothing can limit God in our lives but us. No one can stop the plans or purpose that he has for us. He hasn't given that power or authority to anyone but you. Many years ago, there was a time that I questioned whether or not the things God had spoken for my life would come to pass. I remember God speaking to my spirit, something that I shared throughout the years and that I will never forget. There's no imp no demon or devil in hell no husband wife sibling parent or child there's no ceo supervisor or manager on the job there's no professor teacher pastor or preacher no racist bigot chauvinist or social barrier there's no molester rapist or abuser there's no past life sin shame or embarrassment prison time, or promiscuous background. There's no sickness, disease, injury, or death. No worldwide crisis, catastrophe, or time of famine. There's no one or nothing that's big, bad, or ugly enough with the power to stop you or stop what God has ordained for you. There's no one or nothing that's big, bad, or ugly enough to cause you to be separated from the purpose that God has ordained for you. The only one that God has given that power and authority to is you, and only you can stop or limit God in what he has ordained for your life. God is mighty, and as mighty as he is, nothing, as the Amplified Classic Edition reads, nothing concerning you is trivial to him. If it matters to you, it matters to him. What is it about you that concerns God? Everything. I've heard people say that there are certain things you don't pray about. That's true. You don't have to pray about sin. We all know that sin is sin, and we don't have to ask God if it's okay to commit sin. That goes without saying. However, when it comes to asking God for his will in our lives, for directions, wisdom, healings, deliverances, his blessings, even to the amount of money that we'll spend at the store, or whatever pertains to us, nothing is trivial to God concerning us. One of my greatest testimonies is of the time as a very young Christian, I had a pair of earrings that I truly cherished. They were so tiny that I wore them with what were called jackets for earrings during that time. The earrings were so small that oftentimes I would sleep with them in my ears, forgetting to take them out at night. One morning, one of my neighbors knocked on my door and asked me if I wanted to go fishing. Of course, I told her yes, and after a quick prayer time, washing my face and brushing my teeth, I was ready to go. When we got to the pond where we would be fishing, we began to take the equipment out of the trunk, and the tip of one of the rods caught on something. When I pulled it loose, it hit the lobe of my ear. My treasured earring was knocked off and could not be found. My day was ruined, and it was the perfect opportunity for the enemy to bring in the accusations. It must have been my pride over those earrings that caused me to lose one. If I had spent more time in prayer that morning, then God wouldn't have punished me. The accusations went on and on, and besides, it's just an earring that really didn't matter to anyone but me. But remember, nothing concerning us is trivial to God, not even a tiny earring. But yet, I left that fishing pond without my earring. It was gone. Several weeks later, my neighbor and I returned to the same fishing spot. When we got out of the car, I immediately began to look for the earring. My thoughts were, surely God has brought us back here for me to find my earring. But it wasn't there. Later in the day, as we were picking things up to leave, a young couple drove up and started coming to the water to start fishing. We spoke very casually, passing one another. However, when I passed the man, not the woman, but the man, I heard the words, Ask that man for your earring. Of course, my thoughts were, I am not going to make a fool of myself by asking that man for an earring. During those days, men wouldn't be caught dead wearing an earring, so I kept quiet. On the second trip passing one another, I heard louder and more distinctly, Ask that man for your earring. Again, fearing embarrassment, I refused to ask. Finally, after passing them a third and final time, I heard in a very definite voice, Ask that man for your earring. So I started with, Do y'all come out here often? The man responded, Every once in a while. I felt a little encouraged, so then I asked, have you been out here recently? Again, the man responded, yeah, we were out here a couple of weeks ago. My heart began to race and then boldly I asked, did you by any chance find an earring? I knew without looking what my neighbor, Mrs. Brooks was thinking of me. Without seeing her face, I could see her expression of disapproval and hear her thoughts of how foolish I was for still looking for a stupid earring why didn't I just let it go? But it mattered to me and I wanted my earring back. Instead of the man responding, he went to his car, reached in and had something in his hand. When he opened his hand, he said, is this the one you're talking about? It was my earring and the jacket. I was shocked, amazed and repentful all at the same time. The repentance was because I had doubted that God cared enough about the trivial thing that mattered to me. With all of the things in the entire universe, with all of the wars, famine, sickness, and disease, with all of the salvations, God took time to give me back an earring. Was it a matter of the earring? Was it a matter of the earring? No, it was a matter that even the trivial things that mattered to me matters to him. It's a matter that today God knew that someone would hear this testimony and knows that he cares about even the little things that matter to you. Surely, if he cared enough to give me back an earring, he certainly cares enough to give you what you're asking for and seeking him for in this hour. Nothing concerning you is trivial to God too often we're afraid to ask God for what we truly want. We'll ask him for forgiveness of sin, for healing, and maybe things on that level. But when it comes to asking for personal things, too often we feel that we're being selfish or prideful. We'll feel that what we really want to ask is just not important enough to bother God with. And the thing is that if we believe that God hears us and we're truly listening to his voice, we'll know what to ask for and what not to ask for. Remember when the psalmist said that if we delight ourselves in the Lord, he will give us the desires of our hearts? That word delight means soft and pliable. Basically what the psalmist is saying is that if we allow ourselves to be made soft and pliable in our father's hands, then you can ask him for what you would and he'll give it to you. Now, let me give you the key to that. When you're soft and pliable in God's hand, it allows Him to mold and shape you in whatever way He chooses. It gives Him the ability to lead and guide you according to His perfect will. When we allow God that type of authority in our lives, it brings us to a place in Him that we will never ask God for anything that's not His will for us. When we become soft and pliable in His hands, it means that our hearts are one with His and that we will not want anything he doesn't want us to have. And finally, when we delight ourselves in the Lord, we'll also know that when he says no, we won't have a problem with it. Selah. In Job 36, 8-9 through nine, it reads, But if my people are bound in chains held fast by cause of afflictions, he tells them what they have done, that they have sinned arrogantly. We need to stop second-guessing ourselves as well as God. If we have done wrong, God will tell us. If we have sinned, if there's something going on in our lives that's not of Him, He will definitely let us know and we won't have to guess at it. Don't allow the enemy to cause you to second-guess a thing when God has given you a command concerning the matter. God delivers us from our affliction, out of our pain and suffering. When we're experiencing adversities, God will speak to us in ways that we can hear because again, as stated earlier, no father wants his child born deaf, much less God. It's never been God's will that we would not hear his voice. If you're in a difficult place, time or season, God himself will deliver you from it even when it's the hole that we often dig for ourselves, God can still deliver. It's a matter of trusting him, hearing his voice, and knowing that everything pertaining to you concerns him. Listen, relax, stop stressing and struggling with the situations that you're in. You don't have to wonder if what you're going through is because you have sinned, because according to God's word to you, if you have he will definitely let you know and let's be honest we all know when we have sinned and we also know what our sin is or was we also know this that when we truly repent for our sins God forgives us that means we don't have to keep guessing struggling with it and being under condemnation about it finally Remember that every affliction is not because of sin. It may not even be because of the attacks of the enemy. Sometimes things just happen. Like I heard a preacher, I don't remember who it was, but I heard a preacher say many years ago, stop looking for a demon under every rock. And when things happen, always remember Romans 8:28 in the amplified classic edition. It reads, "We are assured and know that God being a partner in their labor, all things work together and are fitting into a plan for good to and for those who love God and are called according to his design and purpose. That flat tire is fitting into a plan that will work to your good." Yes, even up to and including getting fired from a job that you were faithful in is working to your good. The only time there's a demon involved is when we refuse to let go of a thing or place that God wants to move us from, which we will just not let go of. Then that will cause adversity to rise up. On the other hand, there are some that no matter what happens, it's a demon. Let's grow up. Mature, not be afraid, and know that everything, yes, every little thing that concerns us, concerns God, and that God is firm in his purpose for our lives, and he will cause it all to work for our good. Nothing concerning us is trivial to our Father. Everything that concerns you, yes, even the trivial things, concerns him. God bless you.